Hello and welcome to the third annual National Hunt season preview podcast presented by me, Richard Churchill, and made all the better by our regular panel of judges, and in this case, owners alike, Martin Fagan, Rob Alexander and David Barnes, who between them, upwards of £10 is turned over each year on horse racing. It's it's the big, big money, boys. Um, so, yeah, who better to call... Uh, to come the start of another exciting year of racing. Good evening, gents. Evening. Evening, Church. Evening, Church. Um, before we start... Oh, I'm so delighted to be here. Yeah. <laughs> another, another good... Another, life, life from a sauna. Another great... <laughs> another great opening. I was just taken aback by what a raconteur Church is. Absolutely correct. Um, before we start, um, and looking ahead of what is to come, I just want to take a moment to reflect on the career and retirement of... One of the great horses of our generation, uh, a Welsh champion hurdle winner, a multi-time grade one runner, uh, a, a, a beautiful beast that has taken on the fences of the Cheltenham Gold Cup and Grand National alike. Poorly, really, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, Safi Daru, uh, you will forever be my favourite horse. And yeah, you've given me great, great, great memories. I've got a great pair of Safi Daru slash Big Buck. Big box cufflinks. Why are you saying it like he's listening to me? Um, <laughs> well, Paul, 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 Nichols is, Paul Nichols is listening, mate. We'll pass this along. An extra cat. Well, I, 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 she's uh, either away now. Um, but yes, a, a great time. I, I will never forget spending well over five hundred pounds oh. backing you at the Hennessy, which you f- the only former. One of the great <laughs> days. Everyone remembers the the first horse that got them into. Into racing, so that's, that's cool. yeah, it's, a, it's a lovely tribute. Who's cool. yours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got. So, it has to be Denman, really. Yeah. Yeah. My name is George Washington. I hated. I wasn't really asked about racing, and then I walked into a bookie today. You won. Uh, Denman probably got me. One of your mates said, "This is a fucking certainty." <laughs> is it? I didn't back it obviously. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't really into racing at the time. What's your shit, shit, shit up first in horse that got you into racing bars? I'd probably say Monja. I'm not showing your age, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Although I do remember being a big fan of Sunny Bay in the uh, National in the late 90s. Nice. That was one of my early childhood rem- memories. Yes, fair. Uh, lovely, Love, lovely, <laughs> a lovely way to start the podcast. Certainly, is. Uh, so we just but we're going to think of a few more horses. I mean, we could, we could, <laughs> we, we could, we could talk about all all of the terrible horses I've backed over the years. But I think instead, we're going to look ahead to the to the upcoming national hunt season. It's been a long summer. I think for me, the the flat season really takes its toll, and then fortunately builds to a bit of a crescendo with the arc and the. And the Champions Weekend and Breeders' Cup, which I do enjoy, but for the most part, it's fucking dog shit. So I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm delighted to have the good stuff back. Um, and we're going to start with ch- the chasers, the the chasing, the chasing bunch. Uh, and start with the staying chasers division. Um, so obviously, this is the sort of thing where coming into the season, we're all looking towards the Gold Cup. Um, and last year's Gold Cup winner was, of course, Native River. The one of the stars of the season as well was, of course, Might Bite. Um, but I think we'll start with Rob. You mm-hmm. seem most organised. I'm it, relatively organised. Come man. looking at the staying chasers. Who, who, who really has grabbed your focus coming into the season? Well, I think there's a general consensus around the room that the emergence of presenting Percy as a grade one horse uh, in last year, winning the RSA chase... He certainly looks the type to be able to step up at the Gold Cup class. There's probably still a few pounds to find, but he stays further than three miles, jumps well, travels well, and was one of the most impressive performances of the festival last season. Was given an unusual prep. I think we were all kind of doubting whether he was a grade one animal at the the Cheltenham Festival podcast uh, earlier this year. But he looks, looks one that can probably step up and uh, take on the likes of Mike Bite and Native River, who are both certainly very admirable horses in this division. Fair enough. I would say they're beatable at Cheltenham and elsewhere. And elsewhere. So present that presenting Percy. Presenting Percy, yeah, is the one I'm most interested in. And then there's a possibility, I don't know what Ruth Jesperson's going to do, but waiting patiently for me can still improve. He's only had six chase starts. Oh, a favourite um, from last year. Yeah, he's already off a mark of 170. 
because he's only had six chase starts, I think there's probably still a bit of progression to come. Whether he goes to the King George remains to be seen. Certainly one that could, I think, it seemed to have better effect on a flatter track. So be interesting if he takes on Mike Bite in the King George. If there's a bit of cut in the ground, I think it would be, there wouldn't be much between them. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Fagan, we're well, saying the staying chaser division. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like chaser, do you? I don't really have much of a view in. The Gold Coast's not a, really, a race that really excites me at all. I know it's the pinnacle for a lot of people, but it doesn't really get, get the juices flowing for me. Uh, I'd agree with Rob, what Rob said about presenting Percy. Like, obviously, he's exciting. What he did in the RSA last year was was a really good performance. And another thing is, he, he also looked to love better ground the year before in the attempts. And he, I don't think he ran on better ground last year at all. No. So, so, one thing, if you were, if you wanted to back him for the Gold Cup, which I wouldn't advise backing anyone right now. It's no. six to one for the goal. But if you were, if you if you like him or you're on from last year, anti post or whatever, then he's very versatile. Like you know what you're going to get with him. Yeah, Davey's a great jockey. He jumps, he travels, he goes on soft ground, good ground. So I can see, I can see why people would like him. And I think there's a lot of statistics. Fans will probably bring these out in a bit, but I think there's a lot of statistics about 10-year-olds and that's what my bite will be come come Gold Cup day next year. So, yeah, it, this is one of their markets. There's Percy, and Percy looks quite solid. My bite and Native River are obviously the one-two from last year. And, but I do think it could be it could be quite open open come the, come the day. Like, it, this, this market's got a lot of chance to shake up kind of thing. Okay. There wouldn't be anything in there that interests me, really. Just... Fair enough. Obviously, I, I quite. We will like, get. I think we'll probably get like, to your touch on your interests later yeah. during the break, hopefully, because they should not be broadcast. Barnes, <laughs> 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 um, I'm hoping you've got some some staying chase interest. Uh, well, the first thing to say, last year's Gold Cup, and it'll be a running dream throughout. I don't remember if I said Native River couldn't win during <laughs> yeah, the podcast. But I'll stand by it in a normal good ground Cheltenham Gold Cup. I don't think he could win. It it was it turned into a lot more of a test and a lot more of um, a galloping test basically on the, on the ground. So unless the the ground comes again very heavy for him, I'd be ruling him out. Uh, and even if the ground w- would come heavy, he he would have had such a hard race that year. It'd be very hard for him to come back and uh, be as good as he was that day. I agree with Rob. I think presenting Percy ticks all the boxes. He's uh, one of these that's just coming through. He's just improving with every run. Got a kind of a strange campaign last year. And <coughs> if, if he was with a Mullins or a Nichols, I would be prepared to take sixes. But what puts me off With the Mullins? He, well... He wouldn't jump the same, would he? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say a Henderson for, for the sake of this. But uh, the point that I was making is, if he's going to have another strange campaign... There is a chance he could drift in price uh, if if he if he doesn't win. Um, he won't necessarily win. He won't necessarily turn up in the Gold Cup. They would one 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 next. Yeah, exactly. I'll be interested to see what they do with him, but um, I, I wouldn't say six is a bad bet. Okay, and then, I mean probably I should have done a little bit more preparation in regards to who you can and can't talk about but if you go down just looking at the antipost list for the Gold Cup there are a couple of names that really do jump out Sizing John Footpad Bells Hill uh, even sort of down the list a horse that was a superstar a couple of years ago in Thistlecrack where if you were looking at of those sort of, of those names what what can you tell me? Like, is is there anything that sort of of those names? I'm sorry, some John won a Gold Cup in twenty six or seventeen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to to me, what you're asking out of the likes of Sizing John and Thistlecrack to come back from injuries and basically run the best ever performance and win a Gold Cup is it's, it's just too much to yeah, ask for. I think you are probably looking at horses that are regressing yeah. at the moment and aren't may not be able to reach that peak again. Obviously, it'd be great if they did. I'd much rather take a flyer, although I think it was quite a weak division, the Stain Chase division last year. I'd rather take a flyer on something than so, one of them. So, something like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, something like what, uh, album photo, or I don't know what you. I, I, I guess the only one would be is Terrafor, yeah, which um, I'm not entirely sure if Cheltenham is his track, but. Um, You're going to come on to? Yeah, we could, we could come on to. Period. <laughs> <laughs> to improve his uh, price. Fair enough. I, 
we never really, I feel like, over the bigger, the bigger obstacles, never saw the best of Fizzle Crack. It got in, did it get injured before the, its novice attempt at the Gold Cup. Um, it did, yeah. 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 It, 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 um, it, it, it won the Cup as a novice, which, which was incredible, really. Although it was a weak race and Q car probably ran below his best. At the time, it looked a very special performance. Yeah. But, um, Hard to foresee yeah. anything like that again. I mean, from we saw something really amazing out of Sprinter Sacro, which was probably near, nothing near his heyday, but he came back and won a chase having an injury. But yeah. He's I, the only one, really. It's, it's so hard it's to nice do. It's nice to hear Connie Green not get a mention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's why I said so, up until, so, up until now. So Connie Green <laughs> won as a novice chaser in 2015. Oh, yeah, this was a few years ago. And got in... There's always been, chat about the horse coming back. A lot of injury problems, too. Just the sooner the horse is retired, the better it is for everyone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're Bradstone. What about their publicity? <sighs> The weekly bulletin. Oh, fuck all that stuff. Bell's Hill is one you can stunks. potentially see becoming turning into a proper Grade One contender. Yeah, in amongst the field, like you see on. Yeah, he's hard to get right for me, but um, on his day, my inclination is Cheltenham isn't his track. The way, was it, yeah, my was it the Irish <coughs> National travelled through like the yeah, he was like something after the last. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and there was, there were some certainly some impressive performances from him. Like, I'd agree with, I'd I agree. think that there was probably an issue that the trainer that he's with isn't the best for these kind well, of it's, it's strange, isn't it? Like Willie has these ones that jump amazingly. Like obviously, I don't know Dave Van fell last time out, but when yeah. when he did, he was jumping brilliantly. And then you have your foot pads, and mm. but in in general. When he's not the greatest trainer of chances, from what from what I can see, like a lot of his good novice hurdlers sometimes can come out and jump like pigs. Yeah. And to name one, Bacardi's, to name two, Michael Dagene. That horse just seemed to have all the ability in the world and then mm-hmm. died after the fucking couple of bad falls. Like he's not one I put a whole lot of faith in bringing a novice hurdler into a novice chaser. But with Bell's Hill, he's he's put in some some really good performances, especially I think his runters were quite high. Especially that, well, that, that, that one in the Irish National. Obviously, I know he got beat, but he looked like he was going to shit in, and then something happened after the last. And, and it shows he stays further as well. As Barnes, he says, like, if, we're talk- if we're talking about Cheltenham, which everyone seems to talk about, it wouldn't be for me because he got stuffed in a bumper, like 20 lengths. He was then beat um, in the. I know that he shouldn't have ran in the Supreme, but he ran in the Supreme. He came second last, beat 30 lengths or by LTR. And then he was beat. 10 lengths in the RSA, but my bike fucking ran sideways yeah. last. After the, after the idiot, so that should be probably 20, shouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it just don't think Cheltenham's his track. He's probably better going For him to come probably back. better yeah. going right-handed, isn't he? If they yeah. met at Ponchestown or something, he'd have a chance. He's probably one to run throughout the season, maybe win maybe win some somewhere else, go to Cheltenham, run an half-decent race in fourth or fifth or whatever, and then he might be a decent price again come punch the sound of it. A horse that has caught my eye oh, down fair. the list a little bit. Mm-hmm. Run, sorry, Jeff. Cool. He, he actually got, he, he doesn't seem to mind Ainsley. Bells up. Yeah, you he can ran well at in, yeah. in the in the um in the bumper and then he ran <laughs> fuck me, he should have won that day. Yeah. Pat, <laughs> Ruby got injured and then Town got injured and then Patrick <laughs> rode him. He should have won that day, he got beat by Valley Optic. So it, 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 it may be not be a, it might not be a left handed, right handed thing, it might just be as some horses as you find out with some horses, that's not his track. Cheltenham's a very unusual track like, though, isn't it? Like, not every horse is gonna Some people would say yeah, it is exactly. the left handed thing because he got stuffed in the end of the right one, yeah, but I, I would I don't know. He's ran well at eighty before. My interpretation of it more than anything is he wants it flat, really. No, oh, yeah, that could that mm. could be the case. Uh, he's definitely got ability, and the one thing it would be, um, although I was saying before about my bite, he's going to be what ten. Belzil's only going to be yeah. nine. The one thing I will say about my bite, I know it's it's stupid just to like to write someone up about it with just his age. Like mm-hmm. last year, if the ground wasn't disgusting throughout the whole year, he'd like. I know he looked like he fell in in the King George, but I felt like Nico just yeah. nursed him to win that race. And if the ground's just half decent come Cheltenham, I think he really wins. He wins that Gold Cup, and everyone's talking about him like this superstar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what... So it is harsh on him to then be writing him off a bit now, but 
I don't know. But he's five six to one, isn't it? It's not like he's out to double figures or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I, I never get excited by these races, but I would. I'd be really if, if it was good ground, good to soft. Come King George Day, obviously it's why he's five. But I think he would be really. I'd much rather back five to two, which. For two on five to two, King George, King George and six gold yeah, cup. Oh, I would because for my fight. even on good ground, yeah. even on good ground, there's a, there's a doubt whether he fully fully stays two exactly, yeah. two. Okay, round shot and top. yeah, it, even what he wants to do, which was fine in the heavy ground when he was running with Nathan River, he wants to be in the van, and it's a lot better at Chal- um, Kempton than at Cheltenham to be so close to the pace for me. Okay. On, on decent ground as well. On decent ground, so yeah. One that has caught my eye a bit down the list, uh, just looking at the anti-post for Gold Cup, it's one perhaps you, you won't be able to speak much to, but I think a horse that was a bit of a star at times last year certainly made a name for itself with Bryony Fosterboard yeah. in Black Horton. It, a horse that, I, I, again, I, I'm sort of getting new, but it had it, it yeah. ran well at Cheltenham twice. It went one at Cheltenham twice, beating Valley Optic one it, it ran in the RSA and didn't have a great day that day got beaten by obviously present, a, a race presenting Percy won and then didn't really show up at Aintree um, in the mild May but if that I, 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 I have no idea if it's it was a novice last year I have no idea if it's going over this distance like, or at least if it's being aimed for the Gold Cup but is that one that has any sort of appeal at all on, on bits and pieces of form obviously he's, he's he's up there with some of the best novices but you always got that feeling that he was winning his races and when it came to the big race the RSAs and stuff like that mm. he was going to get stuffed and yeah. he ended up getting getting came fifth or whatever and um, yeah I mean fifth nearly 20 lengths back of presenting person he might have been over the top I don't know like for me it did have a long season didn't it yeah he, he had a lot of running he ran well in the RSA because like, he, he had to make his own running and he he sort of was there and yeah, cut his own throat you got to look and think he was running over here it was like <clears throat> in April April, May sort of time, then he went chasing and he ran up, he ran three, four, five races in the summer, then continued it, went to Cheltenham in October. And I remember Nichols saying something around October, November time, I think it was at Cheltenham, might have been the time he beat Bally Optic. He was like, yeah, that's it for him. Oh, yeah, this, this, this is his yeah, race. And he won, and then after that, he was kind of like, well, why don't we keep him on the go? So there could be a case for saying, he was over the top come Cheltenham but mm. I don't know I just don't know where he won two great ones didn't he he won um, well he won the oh, the Reynolds Town's a great two he won the court he won the the court he won the court yeah. yeah. start which w- the track wouldn't have helped him at all that day and he um, he won the one at Ascot he won the one at Ascot which is a great two actually the Reynolds Town yeah so but, yeah um, it's, it's, you could say he, you could say he's maybe over the top come there but I yeah think, if his campaign doesn't win the horse this year then Church has got out in front of me a bit here because I was going to talk about this horse as a <laughs> handicap chaser. Oh no, a handicap uh, chaser. Yeah. Barnes was sort of sort of staring over my computer as I was trying to find a horse, a horse to talk about, <laughs> and I now know why. To be but, fair, yeah. to be fair, I'm looking at his mark now. One five three is not a bad mark for exactly. a horse like that who's got got the chasing experience. And uh, Paul Nichols said actually before the Aintree race, the Hen- uh, the Labrook chases his race. Um, He's got form with all the horses at the front of the market. He's got horses with uh, form with Elegant Escape. Who he's was a lot shorter than Yeah, he was beat three quarters of a length by Elegant Escape, giving him three pounds. It'll give him three pounds in another newbie race where uh, his run style is perfect for newbie, I think. Yeah, you want to be out in front. In the van. Get jumping. <laughs> yeah, get jumping. And uh, it's very hard for In the Hennessy or the Labrook Sophie? Which one? That is a, that's only in eight weeks' time. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so um, there he is. French chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he ran very well in the RSA. In the Aintree race, he was probably over the top. And I backed him that day. And I text Fagan as soon as the race started and said, is this a non-trayer? Because he's never been held up in his life. And he was out oh, of the back. Oh, shit, he wasn't at yeah, the front, actually. I know uh, Nichols has actually said during the summer, I said he wanted to give him experience of different tactics. He thought he was over the top, but the Labrook chase was his aim, and he wanted to give him experience of doing something different just in case he can't lead in the um, hmm. Labrook chase. Now, I believe he's been aimed at a graduation chase on Friday at Newton Abbott. Uh, He's not like Nicky Henderson, he won't get a penalty like uh, Whisper did for us last year. But, 
Um, he, he can't really go up any intermediate, higher. Than, intermediate, chase. Well, intermediate, yeah. Uh, he can't really go up any higher for winning that. And uh, although a couple of the others have him held on form just slightly, he's 33 to 1 and they're like 10, 12 to 1. I, I just can't see him being anywhere near 33s on the day. This is the lab book show. Definitely going, yeah, all this. Definitely going. Definitely yeah. going. That's, his, that's been his aim since before uh, Aintree. That's that's the Labrador Trophy. Black Halton, thirty, as you say, thirty-three to one. Um, elegant Escape is the current Antipose favourite for that. Fourteens and yeah, I wrote the quote down here. I'll read it out to you if you like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please, please do. Please do. Barnes. We plan to bring him back in the Rising Stars Chase and use that as, as a stepping stone to the Labrador Trophy. I'm mindful of the fact there's no way he could go out and uh, win the Newbury race from the front. I totally disagree with that. That's the best place to be at Newbury. <laughs> so what you're going to do is you're going to back him and he's going to... So when we went to, went, went to Aintree, the back end, uh, which was one run too many, really, we deliberately changed the tactics and rode him differently, coming from behind. In the RSA chase, he went off from the front and set things up for the others. So we're going to be doing it differently in a race like the Labrador's Trophy. Well... What threes worth taking? Yeah, one to take, keep in mind. Black Court and for the Labrador Trophy at thirty threes. Um, if only we could get on. Okay, before we move on from the stain chase, has anyone got anything? Anything more to add? I haven't had anything to add all the way, mate. No, I mean, you, I, and as I we found out, you have nothing to talk about, and yeah, definitely in the spend ten minutes just chatting shit. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I think that's a yeah, a good overview of the nice. Uh, so just the group yeah. So uh, presenting Percy seems like a I'm just trying one to, one yeah, sort of keep yeah, an eye on the season. Following, following, waiting patiently whether he goes okay, two, and then two and a half or three miles. In terms of sort of looking looking forward. Barnes said he would prefer five to two about Mike Bike for the King George, and he would take the sixes for the Gold Cup currently. And Black Horton thirty threes for the. I mean, can we just call it the Hennessy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I feel like the whole racing world still calls it the Hennessy. Yeah, Hennessy means just like it's the still the world hurdle. <laughs> but wasn't it the status hurdle before it was the world hurdle? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> right, brilliant. Uh, okay. Don't call it the milk cup, do we? <laughs> <laughs> we don't, no, we do still call it the Littlewoods Cup, though. Uh, and we're moving on to the two mile chases, then. The star of which, over, the, over that distance for the last couple of years, really has been Altior. I, I hope. Um, Correct. <laughs> yeah, no. right, yeah. Altior. Uh, um, but, I mean, Duvan still. Um, Oh, I mean, I've actually spelt Duvan incorrectly in my notes. That's embarrassing. Duvan's uh, without the O. Oh. Um, but Duvan's still uh, a mighty fine, oh, mighty fine beast. Uh, so, Barnes, please kick us off for your, with your two-mile chases. Where, where have your uh, sort of opinions fallen? Um, well, we didn't take talk about um, footpad in the stain chases, did we? We didn't. You could go either this way or that way. Yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure. Well... well they, they say this all the time, and then William Mullins has proven time and time again that he doesn't really take risks. Like, I know people are talking about Lorena might go chasing, Lorena might go here. More than likely, the fav, the fav is Lorena stays and goes for the easy option of the Mayor's Hurdle, and the footpad probably goes champion chasing. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I hope footpad steps up and goes towards the Gold Cup because it would be. It would be good to see. It's something that I think they probably should have done with Duvan at one point in it. Mm. But um, it might be something they do. It might, this some, might be something they do with Duvan this season, yeah. yeah. And, and maybe Footpad does go for the Champions Chase this year. But it yeah. looks like a few firms have actually shortened Footpad for recently for the Champion Chase. So Footpad unbeaten last year, won the Arkle. Uh, well, sorry, I say last year, last season, where won the Arkle and then won again at Pontchartown in uh, the end of the year. If if that were to to go, can it is it a a worthy adversary? To me, Altior is one of the best we've seen in a long time with Sprinter Cycle as well. And it, if he does stay healthy, I, I don't think any, anything can be. But this would be the only worthy adversary to me. But uh, really, it overdo that. Um, oh, who I'm not suggesting is some sort of. There was there was. The, the I, it, it felt the yes, yeah. yeah, it felt a couple of years ago that Duvan was going to be this superstar. Well, and then, during the champion chase, yes, the shine's just come off, hasn't yeah. it? And yeah, if yeah, if yeah, he can't beat him, so I wouldn't go that far. I don't think he was right coming come in the season. The, the way he was that day in the champion chase, he was jumping brilliantly, and I'd love to see him stand up. My one problem with Altior is everyone says I, I understand his record and what he does. 
And it's going to sound stupid saying it because the amount of times he's won races over two miles. But I genuinely think he's an absolutely exceptional two and a half mile horse, possibly a three mile horse. And he gets away with winning over two miles because he's that good. If you watch him in his races, there's always a moment where you're like, fuck. Yeah, he's, he's outpaced. Even during his novice hurdle campaign. What price did Minto yeah. in the champion case? Min was tanking. Like, there's always a moment. So I always think, mm-hmm. why doesn't Anderson at least give him a chance over two and a half? Like, did he, he didn't go there to the some discussion he about him. He didn't go to Ainty, did he, for the for the, for the Nah, middle. he was going to the discussion about Went to Sandown. The King George. Like, a, King George, for me. Mentioned. Imagine him, imagine him there, like. Last couple of seasons. Whilst I agree, I, I can't. Uh, get mad around him because he has got this acceleration as well where he can just scoot away. Yeah, like, what you're saying is like you're saying he, he looks unbeatable over two miles for me, he doesn't. If the way Min travelled into the race, if that wasn't Min, if that was another horse that travels like him and is a stone better, he can't gain that ground back on him. Yeah. So say if Footpad is this horse that we think he is, if Footpad can jump and make lengths on fence offences on Altior and then Altior comes off the bridle because he's quicker than him. Can he get? Can he get to him? Like I'd like, I'd like to see, I'd like to see that because um, Altior for me isn't the perfect champion chaser. You can't say to no, me, yeah, you can't say to me, he would beat every champion chaser we've seen over time because there's mm. ones who've travelled like dreams throughout yeah. the fences. Masterminded when he won it, when he won his was just yeah. beyond belief, and we've seen other performances like that. And I don't think Altior is that. I think he's just an unbelievable. Two and a half to three mile loss. If we ever get to but yeah, he's got, the, got the speed, but he's to get him out of trouble. But, as well, but yeah, he, he, he can quicken when when he needs to, and he, and he does that. But I don't know. Maybe he is just exceptional, and he will never be beat because of that. Mm. The way he can quicken up. Yeah. But he hasn't got that pace to just travel and explode like some of these two mile cases we've seen in the past. And Philpad Fulp- 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 could definitely get him under pressure. Well, he was under pressure last year. The thing it? is, yeah, yeah Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-Footpad-
obviously, despite the sort of other factors in the race, you did suggest that there's a good chance, there's a chance that Alcior goes off as a lock in this race. He's currently 74 to win the race. There's no way you can be back in the summer. I don't think I could advise anyone to take 74 about anything. No. How many wants it is away? I mean, yeah. 22 Tuesdays until. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I read the other day. How many Tuesdays ago did you read that? It's surely. Oh, no, so this one's passed. Yeah, so, yeah, so 21. 21. Yeah, great maths. Okay. Um, so just looking down the sort of the list of potential runners for this for this race and in, in this division, great field. Who I've got to say, it's all bypassed my knowledge. I, I know I, I know little of Greatfield, which is poor for the host of the <laughs> uh, judges' guide. I realised, but one that sort of has at times kept sort of caught my eye, and I think is is one that a lot of just general punters will know is Politologue. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be stepped up and checked. Oh, he's not yeah. a team, either. right? Okay, Mitchell's so, right. going to step up and check. So, he's probably going to go team. I don't think he's a Cheltenham Marks either, right? Okay, so well, the field is unbeaten as a chaser. I think the Melon will be his race. The Melon chaser, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Politico like, won the Melon chaser last year, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be his main aim again this year, okay? So, well, yeah, it's a great field then. Uh, yeah, please, he's, had, he's had five starts over, over fences, won them all, mostly in good fashion, like. Nothing like he beat Maldini over two miles on debut. Uh, ordinary world in, a, in grade one novice chase at Punches Town. Ordinary world? Ordinary world. Done nothing. Is that the no. same ordinary world that traded like, what did he trade pounds? In the fucking Trade the 4 to 1 champion chase. Yeah, so fucking ridiculous. He can maybe step in up in, in class and join those kind of ranks, but I think just have to. Remain to be seen. Why? I think the problem with him, with him, would be he he, he loves jumping. He doesn't. He loves jumping. Yeah, he's very it's exciting to watch. For sure. In a, in a big race, in a, like a champion chase, you've got to look at him and think he's going to set it up for the others, isn't he? Yeah. Like, and he's so fragile as well. And he he's not. Well, he did the only. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a shame, really, because he's looked very exciting at times. But uh, the, yeah, he's he's just can't seem to. Uh, Get a full season in. Yeah, there wouldn't be anything for me really in that. Well, no. as always, there's not really anything right now. So Royale was very impressive, but I think he's another flat track course. who's impressive winning that Sandown on Tingle Creek Day. Okay. Yeah, Henry VIII, is that the one? Let's just get to the fucking handicap. Well, like, waiting patiently over two miles, I think he's got the speed for it. Okay. And jumping ability. That's intriguing, yeah, but you, you, you couldn't there was It was disappointing last season that they didn't try him over that trip yeah I think there's more I think it was more about the horse not actually handling an undulating track like Cheltenham yeah. rather than do you think the King George's main is his main early season target I would hope to see him out for that definitely and do you think Ruth Carr losing the uh, Hemmings horses will affect how she campaigns at this time Ruth Carr Mm, Ruth uh, Jefferson. Jefferson team, sorry. <laughs> Ruth Carr at the top table. <laughs> Gosh, that would be sad times, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think she'll campaign it very similarly. It'll be three or four races in the season. It'll be quite sparingly campaigned. Okay. And flat tracks. I think she seems pretty convinced that flat tracks are the best for it. So yeah. avoid Cheltenham. That's what I mean, though. Would, would she go to Cheltenham just because. Um, you might get yeah. tempted. I suppose you get tempted to, yeah. to do it. I mean, if you win season, George, it's got to have a go, hasn't it? That's I think it does. It, well, it has to go potentially even for that. Yeah. Okay. For that bonus. Oh, yes. I might not make the bet for a chase. I'm not going there. I don't think so. Oh, that's a great race. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited for good racing to be back. <laughs> oh, oh, horses have run flat for a while. Good. Brilliant. <laughs> Nothing's happened. Brilliant. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, so novices, we've touched on a few, but any more novices to touch on before we move on to handicappers? We haven't really talked about novice chasers, have we? Well, we mentioned a couple. I've, no, I've we talked about cha- uh, Gold Cup horses, champion chasers. Okay, really okay. <laughs> I take it all back. Say any novice chasers. I, ta- I take it all Come back. On. We, we mentioned horses that Come used on, to, that at one point in their career, have been novice chasers. We've all been novices in life. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yes. And some of us still are. Yeah, yeah. Some of us still are. <laughs> um, okay, so novices then, please please touch on some novices. 
Me? Yeah, Fagan, you start us off. You, uh, like, I haven't got that many though. I've only got brilliant. Okay, Fagan, could you leave then, please, and let the uh, chasers out there? Uh, it's going to be quite a deep division. Okay. Not chasers in general. Exciting. Two, three, two, three miles. Depth. Two depth is fun. You've got like you got like some champagne classic yeah, coming back. Really oh, that was a winner at Cheltenham. One of Martin Pine. Mm-hmm. I've only got two. You fucking robbed both of me already. You got Black Op that chased home Sancro in, in the Next Ballymore. Oh, embarrassing. Uh, you got Santi, you got Neptune, come on. Nicky Henderson has an embarrassment of riches when it comes in this division. This season you got Santini, three miles. On the blind side over two and a half. Oh. And you've got the likes of Mr. Whipton Clayman taking forward as well. Oh god. You've got Lost in Translation, you've got Kalashnikov, next destination. There's plenty of the list is, to go list is potentially to. endless. Okay. I, I, and I, one as I say, I'm oh, quite interested in is a Colin Tizard horse, but I don't know if he's going to stay over hurdles or go offensive this season. Is it Aincheya? <laughs> that is a vile <laughs> expression from Luckily, Martin Baker. This isn't on video. Yeah, <laughs> no, no cast. I, I think considering he beat uh, What's Wrong with You Well Sandown, he went on to win his next two races. Uh, this is what's wrong with you. Went on to win his next two races before running pretty well and defeating the Imperial Cup off one through nine. There is an argument to say Anche has got a workable hurdles mark of one four one. Yeah, well, you've stole uh, uh, handicap ever off me. Now. But I think he <laughs> by Flemingsworth, is he not? I can't, uh, I can't remember what is, but possibly he, look, he definitely looks the type to, to follow whatever route he takes a season but certainly yeah. the most exciting he started off with Hoppers didn't he so Herdman was ever, only ever really yeah it's a kind of classic horse yeah. Flemingsworth is correct boy. classic horse so anything just, they do over Herdman is a bonus last, no but last year he just didn't look like the finished article at all I, I wasn't on the best in the race it was a bumper was it a bumper at Cheltenham his yeah. first run yeah, I think obviously it was early season. Think Fergal O'Brien might have won it, <laughs> and I think he came second. And I just remember watching he, this horse. He thinking, did. Fuck me, like he's got so much ability. Yeah, he just doesn't know. Just doesn't know what he's. He just doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, he I was there. When, I was there when Andre won at Sandown. I know. That was on Pingle Creek Day. He, he was one. He was and one of the shell of a horse. You see him walking around the the parade ring, and it was just this horse. Couple of couple of years. He'll fill out. He'll be a proper animal. Like he was one. I was ready. I was looks like a Jason I was ready to put up. I, I was ready to back for the. I actually did back him. No, 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 bet for the supreme. Like the week or two I remember before. Us discussing that. We were talking about yeah, it. I really thought he just had the ability, and he's one of them horses that in a fast run race you might just see the rest of them. And obviously, I found out now that I was looking on Twitter and stuff. He, he actually got injured before Cheltenham. That's why he didn't run. And um, he's actually on like the. What's it called? The something like, like the easy, 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 the Beth Fair or whatever what's that February early Feb yeah Beth Fair. Yeah. so yeah we've skipped two hours but he's, <laughs> he's, he's one I'm really looking forward to one for one I think is a really good mark and um, he's a full brother to one track mind no, of uh, our Bessie our Bessie Warren <laughs> <laughs> so a step up in strip wouldn't be the worst idea because it, what did he win the Punchestown World Dale didn't he yeah. one track mind so yeah. uh, like any handicap off off one four one over like two mile two and a half. Like I think it was two and a half. I'm glad I got you win. talking in this section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not really relevant to what's going. He's got a lot of ability. <laughs> uh, so yeah, okay. Shall I try another one? Yes, please. There's not another one that might be an handicap here, please. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I have history of putting up something that might be a horse for the National Hunt Chase. Oh, oh it's my fa- it's so the best what, race of I've the year. I've spotted one that's kind of a bit left field. Is it hundreds? It's not even you. Can't, you can't, it's you unlisted. Can't, you can't. Is it trained in Scotland or the north of England? It's trained on the north. One on one. Mickey Richards is a half brother to last season's National Hunt Chase winner Rath Linden, uh, called Chapel Style. Called Gash Linden. Uh, <laughs> Chapel Style. Yeah, six year old uh, improved 
uh, markedly over hurdles. Uh, started off a mark of 96 last season over hurdles, ended up off a mark of 129. And that uh, culminated a win on the Scottish Grand National card over an extended three miles over hurdles. Like, he just showed that he definitely needs a marathon trip. Yeah. He was off the bridle within about two furlongs of the race. Love, love staying. Uh, stayed on to beat Bob Maller. Both pulled well clear of the rest of, rest of the field. Uh, and I think the shape that he made at the turtle, some was a bit... <sighs> Uh, like bunny hopped a few, but made a nice shape at most of them. And I think any any race with cutting the ground over three miles or further, he'll definitely make an impact as a bumper shape to this season. Runs well in that. Gets gets his place money in the national chase, and then wins the Scottish national the year after. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan. Anyway, sounds good to me. Very nice. That was Chapel Style. Yeah. Uh, who? Yeah. From the racing platform, had quite a nice season last year. Lovely, very progressive. Yep. Novice chaser for me. Yeah. A novice chaser for you, Faye. Not mentioned them earlier. Yeah. First on his list. When I'm looking at, well, basically, what I've done with the novice chasers, I'm not a massive chase fan, as you know. And um, I've tried to look for ones that are maybe not really at the head of the market, but still, obviously, decent age prices. And one that I think I'm really interested in is, well, I know I'm really interested in, is Champagne Classic for Gordon Elliott. Okay. Um, I'm just insisting to see how he gets up. He gets on over fences. He was one of them. He looked like a chaser when he was running over hurdles. He was out all last season with injury. Won the Grand Annual? No, he won the Mountain Pipe. Won the Mountain Pipe. Oh. Here he is. Ah, lovely time. <laughs> lovely time. <laughs> After time. <laughs> Didn't even mention it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but he, he signed off this, this season before injury with two wins. One in the Mountain Pipe at Chatham and then one in the, the three-mile... Grade one novice hurdle punches town, and now that grade one, I went back to the day the grade one novice hurdle form. It literally couldn't have worked out any better. It's unbelievable, isn't it? The first the the five horses, the first five horses behind them were Penhill, who won the stairs. Uh, sorry, the world hurdle. <laughs> uh, Tim Soldier, who's only had one chase start, but he was upside to think Dunicos and another Kingston one when he fell. Um, behind that was Morley, second in the RSA and won the flow gas and. Is could it, have won another one. It's genuinely a good horse. Uh, after that, Albion Photo, who was rock solid all year over fences last year, won, won a grade one, second in another grade one, and possibly, could, a possibly, could, have, possibly could have won another one in town and hadn't lost his head of points. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Back in sixth that day behind Champion Classic, and all right, it might, might not have ran to form, but back in sixth was presenting Percy. So that, that team, I'll... Form, novice the form is brilliant. That, that race has been good in the past, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's had like, we've had Kolotovic come out of it, Thistlecrack come out of it. Like, we've had good horses running that race at Punchestown, and considering what all the horses in behind them have done last year when he's been injured, he could be, he could be anything there, he really could be a Gold Cup type, but reading Gordon Elliott's blog and stuff like that, he just seems oh, you're pretty, a fun guy. pretty easy with. <laughs> Like what are you saying about him? He'll jump fences. He'll do this. He'll just do that. see how it goes. Yeah, just see how it goes with him. I could see him going the RSA or maybe even the, maybe even the four mile. It might. But he always did look. Like do you know the what the injury was? Huh? Do you know what the injury was? I don't know exactly what it was. No, no. But Gordon seems to say think he's, he's back to his best. He's right? back. You'd be. I don't know what it is. It's not something I'd be putting up as a bet. It's just. Yeah. You'd be disappointed in watching. You'd be disappointed if he didn't reach the same kind of level as he did over hurdles, though. Well, as Barnes said, like, it, it, reach it, the one kind of one fifties. It one. depends really what what the injury was, but yeah. um, it's just interesting on, on what he'd done because obviously he's the famous horse, isn't he? The fucking old lady was saying our oh, worst horse we've ever had in Kingston, all that. <laughs> so it's like when he came into the, he, he went into the fucking Martin Pike. What did he win off? One three seven, something like that. And he's won three eight. One three eight close. One three eight. And um he's won that, then he's won a grade one. So so the progression there in them two races, once he's got yeah. a bit of good ground, is massive. So if he can do that again when he jumps. It was such a good race, I'd like to say as well. For him to win that. I mean I was pissed off. I was pissed off. Yeah. I backed him for the Yeah. I backed that and fucking I couldn't believe he won it. I thought it was just a handicap so that was Champagne Classic. Yeah, yeah, I think nice, nice. Obviously, as Brian said, I don't really know what the what the injury was, but if he if he's fit and well and he jumps fences, which he looks 
the type, like I think by Stallway, I mean, like he looks like a proper yeah, James. Um, and he's only young; he's only like a seven-year-old, I think. So yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, he's got he's got. So the is racing, isn't it? I mean, it's so hard to find out. The problem like is that. nowadays, so like, like Nick, like we were saying before, Rob, Rob was saying about how many chases Henderson's got, how many novice Adler's Mullins has got, how many fucking gigging sound stereotypical chases. Um, Gordon's got is ridiculous. You read his latest stable tour, and every horse is just that. This is going yeah. Jason. He's got like he's got him. He's got Delta work. He's got Glen. He's got Glenlow. Where he said yeah. to, he said in that, oh, we'll just see what JP wants to do. Whether he wants to fucking plot him with for Dortmund Park going Jason as well. Yeah, there's, 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 he's got. He's, is is cracking smart back? Was he injured? Yeah, he's just, going Jason. He's, going to, he's got like fucking five horses. They could have won a fucking Albert Bartlett. Oh, do you know what I mean? It's, He's got so many of these proper... Th- so, like, he might get to a point where he's got a proper three, four to one old in the old days, five for an RSA, running in a national chase. Gordon's got such a fucking... Such, mm. such a load of horse. Well, he's got loads of novice chases. So is Anderson. And I feel like Mullins has got ridiculous amount of novice circles. Like, all the ones who finished in the bumper, all the mares, like, it's ridiculous. It's going to be a good year. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The as long as we back some winners. Yes. <laughs> and we know that will. Um, Hopefully. Okay, so I think chasing, we need to cover some handicappers. Or have, novice, we... no, novice, have anyone got any novice chasers? Any other uh, novice chasers? I just wanted to mention yeah. it. Uh, only two, really. The first one is an obvious one, which is Santini. Oh, obvious. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I didn't mention any obvious ones. Yeah, oh, God. Churchy um, had him down, but yeah, 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 I'm bored of that one. <laughs> this is a, I still think there's a ton of juice in his price uh, at 8 to 1 for the RSA. Um, he, um, he got beat at Cheltenham. I was really keen on for Cheltenham. I was really disappointed after the run, but when I've watched it back, we've just got set an awful lot to do, and I've, I've got a feeling with the ground as it was. Uh, Henderson said to uh, Nick Boyneville, look, the most important thing is we keep him for another day, not give him a really hard race. I thought he finished full of running, and um, the winner, the winner just got a run on him, and uh, Nick wasn't overly hard with, with him on the running. He always looked like he was going to make up into a great chaser, and because most of the talent is concentrated in Ireland, he's just going to go around at one to three a few times, win a few novice chases really easily. And I think he'll go to Cheltenham, taking up the English share of the market against whatever Irish ones you get. So uh, can well see him, yeah, can well see him going off three or four to one, and then obviously whatever Gordon has. Delta Force was one I liked as well, but one liked to split him up. Delta worked, I mean. Barty loves me naming his own. Okay, so that was. Santini. Uh, yeah, the other one I wanted to mention but, no, briefly. I, sorry, that, that's a really good point. What you've made actually about the fact that. A lot of the ones in the RSA, when you look at the market, they seem to be Irish based. So yeah. even if some of these might beat your selection, eights, if you take the eights now, you're going to be beating up loads of shit. Yeah. And you're probably going to go off twos, threes, or whatever. I, I just can't see any way unless you see. Unless he jumps terribly. Like, yeah. And the way he's shown in the market over You back the eight now, he pisses up first time, yeah, whatever, exactly. falls on, whatever. I mean, it goes off fire. This is how people waste. Mm, they look at anti-post bet and they want to pick out a very big price. And I think it's a three chance. Yeah. It should be a ton. If it's going to be seven all season, back it to win its first novice chase, and then back it in its next novice chase, and then mm. roll up your money and uh, you've got whatever price you want. There's no point backing thirty threes if it's going to be a big price on its debut for the year. If you know what I mean. But he, he he's going to be long odds on. I'd say for all his novice chases. Okay. Um, the other one I wanted to mention was Vision de Flo. Uh, he, he's a bit of a strange horse. He's definitely going chasing, yeah? Yeah, he's going chasing, I believe. Um, yeah. He, he turned for home in the Ballymore, looking like he was travelling well at Samcro, and he, he, he just kind of um, didn't get home that day. Then he went to Aintree and kind of looked out pace over two miles. Yeah, um, strange they should be running in that one, were it was, yeah. But then he, he ran he really well. He was well backed, was he not? Or did we see... Oh, we oh on that day, he was really well back to Aintree. Was, was it? Like, seven in the morning, yeah, and uh, he went off maybe five to two. Or I don't know if he was favourite. There might have been a different one, but um, it was a core specialist that beat him, wasn't it, Layla? 
Oh, like and he, the bumper winner, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he, he looked like he was going to be out oh, there watching. And, no, it wasn't a great race. Watching it. Right. But I thought he ran really well at Punchestown because he was up with the speed all the way. Was and, that, uh, did he run in the two miles behind Draconian? Draconian, yeah. Um, the way he jumped his hurdles to me just looked like he'd uh, really make a chase because he was losing a lot of uh, ground at his hurdles, uh, just jumping them a bit over big. And he isn't the biggest chaser, uh, the biggest source for chasing. But um, just the way he jumped his hurdles, I thought he'd make a really good chaser. And whilst the Arkle's a big ass, I mean, we haven't brought Sam Crow up, but I assume we all say he's going to the champion hurdle. That's, yeah, that's, that seems that's the way it definitely we'll talk about it in a minute. I know we should, probably, we should probably talk about it now, but fucking, um, I should mention at least, but yeah, it, it seems every interview you, you see with Elliot, he just seems to just mention champion hurdle every other word. Like for him, he yeah. wants to go there. I mean, Rob spoke about this the other day. Like, if you're the main trainer for Gigan Sound, you're going to get a hundred Gold Cup horses passed through you in your in your time. How many ch- how many Sound Crows you're going to get? How many Champion Airs you're going to get? And I think that's probably what Gordon's thinking. And for me, I make it odds on he probably goes to Champion Airs. So mm-hmm. probably why we haven't spoke about mm-hmm. him. In, in the, and he, he might turn up in the arc, and if he does, then when the season finished, I thought he was like one hundred one chasing. I did. I did myself um, because I thought it's it's the stereotypical. He looks yeah. like a Gold Cup horse. He's got speed. He might be a machine. Go to JLT. Yeah. In between, and go then and then go go go. But it's all a, the vibes you're getting, and the markets. Uh, he was eight, weren't he? Yeah. A couple of weeks back, whatever. Now he's four. He's yeah. getting matched at five point five on the yeah. exchanges. Yeah. So you 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 must think he goes there. And that was me. It was. One second. The arcle looks wide open. The arcle looks wide open, and. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if, if, if he's worth backing, but he's worth following early in the season, I'd say. And that is Vision de Flow. Vision de Flow. Okay. Nice. Uh, I've just got one more to mention. One more before uh, the break? Yeah, only yeah. Because you've got any more? Yeah, I can do one more as well. Go on, then you do one. Uh, so, formerly trained by Alan King, uh, had a few training problems. Uh, couple of runs recently, Winter Escape, I think has been relatively impressive for a summer early autumn horse and yeah look to look to really take to take to chasing after a, a long break last run before he left Alan King was end of November 17 uh, and yeah I think he looks looks like he can certainly reach the level that he reached over hurdles which was a mark of one for one so something like the novice handicap chase Okay. That that's Winter Escape. Winter Escape, yeah. Was really, really well touted as a hurdler with Alan King. Had a few issues, but seems to have taken to taken defences recently. Nice. So that's a, that's another one to keep an eye on, definitely. Okay. And Fagan, you'll Is this a novice chaser? Handicap chaser? Up to you. Are you uh, would, would we I'll, sort of... I'll, I'll briefly mention a novice chaser, then I've got one handicap chaser. Okay. Yeah, one. that's fine. We, we, we so... need to speed it along a little bit because I need to eat some pizza. <laughs> yeah, basically, like. I, I find it hard to, the one thing I find hard when it comes to chasing, I find it hard to find a novice hurdler who's going to be a good novice chaser kind of thing. Okay. But one well, of it's the, good that we got you in then. One who I think is definitely, one, one who I think is without a doubt going to be a proper chaser is another Colin Tizardo horse uh, lost in translation. Okay. He is literally the old cliche and then he does over here, does as a bonus. Everyone else says it, but for this lad, he's, he's huge. It definitely applies to him, like, He's by Fleming's faith. Uh, a style that I love for chases. He looks ready-made for chases over like two, two and a half miles. He ran some decent races last year over two miles, but he was seen at his best when he, um, he, he only went down by half a length to Blackhop in the Mersey, Novice Hurdle at 80. I just think he'll be even better over fences. He's so big and he's not a bad price for, for races like the JLT and stuff like that, but I, I honestly don't know where he's going. It's just... If you watch back, his, his run at Cheltenham, he, he travelled quite well. He actually got a little bit of interference, jumping the second last by the eventual winner, some real boy. Stayed on quite well, he stayed on past horses. And I do think that Supreme will end up being being quite good for him, even though he's running on shit ground. Like, if you look, he's staying on past horses like Sharjah, and there's another one, I can't remember exactly who it was, but he's running past another one, and... And then he goes on after that and runs at 80 and runs well in the two and a half mile race behind Blackhop, who's got form with Sam Crow. And for a horse that looks like he's not a hurdler, I just think 
he, he's interesting going chasing him. I he's agree a, about him. He's, obvi- he's an obvious one, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, I tried to stay away from the obvious ones, but I was looking for ages at ones that I like myself rather than just. Like, I know Santini, me and you have talked about him, I and mean, yeah. we've we backed him for stuff. And That's lost in translation. Yeah, lost in translation. I've never really warmed to him as, as an horse because he ran every single race over two miles, and I was like, obviously, he's going to be a chaser. And then when I've seen him run over two and a half at entry, he was never really cruising or anything but he was always you always watched him like from about from turning in thinking he's gonna he's gonna be involved at the finish kind of thing and he only just went down to a really good horse in black off he went so, really well in super didn't he really yeah for, for, for yeah. what he is he's probably he's probably a three mile chaser. Race at all. he's probably a three mile chaser in the end so yeah, yeah he probably ran well but yeah he's one that i thought and then obviously the the handicap chaser <sighs> feels sad talking about him it's a rather be my yeah, it's rather be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's an handicap chaser to follow for me. Like, obviously, loyal listeners. I had my absolute bollocks on him. Loyal listeners will remember. I chatted him in the last, yeah. in the whatever it's called, the fucking novice handicap chase. And um, he got chinned by Mr. Whitaker. <sighs> but he was running that day off one side. It was a hard day. <laughs> he was running. <laughs> He was running that day off one four three. He's now one four nine. I don't think the six pound do anything to him. He's not a soft ground horse at all. He ran a lot of his races last year on soft. Well, his last two anyway. And I just think the one four nine. I really do think he's he's a great horse. I think he'll probably he could probably make up into a mid one fifty or one sixty horse. And if they just keep him and go to that, what the fuck it's called sponsorship. Main gold cup. What is it? Be- the Be- Paddy Power. <laughs> no, the oh, it's not half a Cheltenham. Paddy Power. The uh, Caspian Caviar. Victor, whatever the fuck it is. If he goes to that, he's. But the thing is, he's obviously going to be. He's obviously going to be really sure. But and people do say when you need when you go there, you need to be like a gold cup horse. But I just think he's got at least, he's got at least half a stone, maybe a stone in hand. I I, I just think yeah. He's yeah. Really, I think I think the front two from that race like. He can certainly progress. He, quite he, a lot he ran hard in these shit novice chases, and the and the handicap was sort of went right. You're a one forty or you're a one forty three or, and that was basically just giving him the same mark he was over hurdles. I just think besides when he just looks like a chaser, I think he's going to be a lot better as a chaser. I'm not just continuing to follow him because I backed him and did me bollocks. Well, I didn't do me bollocks. He came second, but. Didn't, yeah, I, didn't not do me well. I was trying to look out for some news on him because he's 16s for that race at the moment, and you'd think it'd be the ideal deal race for him, wouldn't you? I haven't heard anything. To be honest, I know the, the, to be honest, I haven't really been engaged in the jump season as of yet, which is not a great thing to say as we're doing the jumps podcast. But um, I normally I follow his the owner on on Twitter. I normally just have a little view on there, see what he's saying. That thing, Matt Morgan, is it? Mm-hmm. I normally just have a yeah, have, yeah, it is. have a little look there and. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just going for the obvious thing. I, I, I'm guessing he wasn't. I'm hoping he wasn't injured after Cheltenham because I did think he was going to turn up in. The, I, I'd have fancied him in the novice chase. That was rather yeah, be in the Grade One novice chase. Yeah, yeah, rather be. I just think if he turns up again, he's, he's one four nine now. He, he only got beat what a head or. Oh, let's just stop talking about it. He wins. Yes. He, win, he wins next okay. time. Are you more for any more before we? Have the a ground went against him at Cheltenham. Oh yeah, well, that's what I Sorry, that's what I said. He ran on soft ground. He needs it. He needs yeah. it good. He needs yeah. it. If you get soft ground for those kind of races, I think if you want the, the, the winner from that race, Mister Whitaker can certainly continue I think both improving them, as I think well. Both of them are They're both like proper top horses. Potential improvement for, okay. for kind of gold like if you look types. if you look at the way rather be travelled at entry a few years back on good ground. He wants good ground. The thing is. I'd, 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 I'd much rather trust Mickey Anderson to produce a horse and the captain McChan mm. McChan yeah. yeah okay yeah pizza time is that all for all okay yeah, well uh, we will be back with the hurdlers we'll be back yeah with the hurdlers I may split this into two parts I may put it as one with a bit of commentary you'll find out in mere moments <laughs> four left to jump now 
Invitation only, and you can't call her that with Monolee between them, followed by Finian's Oscar in fourth, then the storyteller album photo making headway as they come now towards the third last fence. You can't call her that on the outside. Invitation only, and Monolee between horses, album photo and Finian's Oscar right in behind, and then the storyteller as they run the home turn now. Invitation only, pressed by Monolee, album photo moves third. You can't call her that the Storyteller, Finian's Oscar, and then Jury Duty and Shattered Love. Closely grouped off the last turn, they've two to jump. Monolee in the centre on the near side is Album Photo, invitation only the far side. Over the second last now, and it's Monolee. Monolee's a faller, and all brought down, invitation only. Album Photo left in front of Finian's Oscar, the Storyteller, and Jury Duty down now to the far. And Album Photo has run out, brought out Finian's Oscar. Oscar, the storyteller left in front of Jury Judy and Shattered Love, and this has really gone Gordon's way. It's the storyteller and Davy Russell gonna win. Second on the inside, Monbeg Notorious. Third, possibly Jury Judy, Ratvinden four, Shattered Love five. A race filled with drama in the concluding stages. Well, I have absolutely no idea what happened going to that last fence there. Your guess is as good as mine. The storyteller has won at odds of 16 to 1, but Album Photo, with the race seemingly at his mercy after the fall of Monolee 2 out, I, I just do not know what's happened here.